KAOS 89.3 Olympia. From Olympia, Washington, this is Mark Lee Morrison, and you're listening to Low Profile. Today is the fifth installment of highlights from the Schurler Sundays concert series recorded in Olympia behind the historic Carnegie Library, live in front of an audience. Today's show marks a first for Low Profile. It's the first returning guest interview. So, Lavender Country, legendary gay country band that started in the early 70s. They were on the show a couple years ago. We went to their living room, the home of Patrick and his husband, JB, and they performed a stripped-down acoustic set for us and told us lots of stories. I was there with Jack Habegger and Miles Rosati. Jack is now a touring member of Lavender Country, playing the guitar, and uh, so he's on the recordings, you'll hear him. Uh, you probably heard his band last week. Patrick Haggerty is the founder of Lavender Country. Here he is uh, getting things going. Hello. Doing music was a lot easier in the 19th century when there wasn't any electricity. Yeah, there's all these complications and wires. I'm continually getting my feet caught up in the loops, tripping, ripping out the sound. I didn't realize you'd been active that long. How? What was it like in the 19th century for for a queer oh, country shut band? The f- <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad though. All right, so today's show is really special because their live set isn't like other live sets. It's almost like a Broadway show. Like, think Springsteen on Broadway. Patrick uses Lavender Country's songs to set the framework for his story and the story of his band. And so there's just a story that continues in between songs and the songs tie it all together. This episode is edited for time and content. Fair warning, there is some strong material on this show, including lots of references to sex, so you might want to save it for when the kids aren't around. If you'd like to hear the entire two-plus hour show in all its glory, and it is glorious, you can find a link to it on this episode's page at lowprofilepodcast.com. All right, here we go. Patrick Haggerty of Lavender Country, everybody. Hi, everybody. A living legend. All the way from the Neolithic. And here we are, breathing the same air once again. <laughs> I have to pull myself together. Yeah. yeah. But so what do, you, what do you got me up here for? Well, I just wanted to, you know, it, you're here for educational purposes right now. Um, for for those that you don't know, it's still relatively young in the career for Lavender Country, um, but I, I think you guys are going to go places. Girlfriend, I've been around the block a couple of times. <laughs> the the eponymous Lavender Country LP from 1970 in the last handful of years got put in the Country Music Hall of Fame. That's a big deal. I snuck in the back door, trust me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And 
so in the in the time since you've gone on some really incredible adventures regionally uh your your message has gotten out to the the greater world an audience that had no way to even know about you when you first started has caught on to your Thank legendary you, status. <laughs> Next year is the 50th year of Lavender Country's coming out. 50 years, so. Five zero. Five zero since we made the album. God, I can't believe I can't believe I'm saying that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's crazy. Fifty years. Yeah. Um, the first here. The, let's talk about the first thirty years. Okay, let's do that. All right. So I made Lavender Country, and I had to make a decision whether to go into Nashville and stay in the closet and try and do something as a country singer, or whether to. Um, be a screaming Marxist bitch. <laughs> you couldn't do both in 1973. You couldn't go to Nashville and do queer country and be a screaming Marxist bitch and get away with anything. So uh, the choice was really stark at that time. Like, I had to choose one or the other and I couldn't have both. And I did choose and I didn't regret my choice but the real consequence of my choice was that nobody would be seen with me for the first 30 years. Jeez. <laughs> That's the truth. I had a very interesting, fulfilling, active, wonderful life without Lavender Country. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you and your husband were like really really involved with the ACT UP movement. We were. We did ACT UP together a lot. Which, for, for those who don't know, can you just, in a nutshell, what, what is ACT, Act up? UP? ACT UP was a, the radical end of the, the fight against AIDS. And we w ACT UP around the country were the rebel rousers, which I've always been. Um, mm -hmm. That didn't change. Uh, we did. We got the needle exchange started in in Seattle. Be, yeah, back when the health department was too scared to do it, and we were afraid the police were going to beat us up and shit like that. Yeah. But they never had enough nerve. <laughs> um, and all manner of other things in ACT UP, and my husband was very much a participant in that with me. He's my husband works nights as my merch girl. Right over there. He's a, <laughs> He's that pretty black man over there. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to bring him up a little bit later. But uh, no, for the, for the first 30 years, Lavender Country was dead. Lavender Country was too radical for practically everybody when we made it. But um, in their intervening 40 years, people caught on. They, they probably finally got over the, the song that nobody says the title to and realized that there was guts in Lavender Country and that it was saying something. But for the first three years, all they could hear was, you know, the sucking tears song. Yeah, you know, 
maybe they look at the record and assume it's a novelty act or something because why? Yeah, they thought it was a freak show. F*** you, man. I am not a freak show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Were you aware of uh, any closeted country acts at the time or in around the same era? Well, listen, the country music is full of queers. Right. And it has been all along. They had to stay hidden in order to have a career. And w w I mean, I came out and nobody would touch me for 30 years. So that's what it was like. I mean, if you wanted to do country music, you couldn't be a queer. You certainly couldn't be an out queer and you certainly couldn't be a screaming Marxist bitch queer. Um, it was taboo. It's what they had to do to have a career. It's, it's a statement about corporate Nashville and how fucked up in the head they are. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's a statement about. So those fo folks were forced into the closet for like a century or more. But we've, we've always been there. What was that like when the Country Music Hall of Fame got in touch with you to... Or did they get in touch with you or did you read about it in the newspaper? How, how did that even <laughs> come about? Um, well, country, queer country has turned into a thing. Yeah. And there's a lot of gay country artists now. Um, but I was the only one for a long time who was like visible. Mm -hmm. um, the Hall of Fame thing happened like this. A woman named Chrissy Dickinson who recently just went, turned into an ancestor, God love her. She was the uh, editor of the house organ for the Country Music Hall of Fame, and she decided she wanted to do an article on the history of gay people in country music, and discovered that I was, you know, first one up. So she wrote an article about a lot of us and spent a lot of time in the article talking about me. Uh, and that was what happened because she invited me to archive Lavender Country and the Hall of Fame. Um, but about five months after the article came out, she got fired. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> she got fired. And so did the guy who was working with her. And of course, we all know why, and they gave her some bullshit excuse. But it was because she wrote the article. And um, corporate closet cases in Nashville are really vicious. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> and they, yeah. they get very uptight and they get very threatened. And uh, one of them fired her, um, pretending like he wasn't gay, but everybody knew he, wa everybody knew he was. <laughs> Um, so that's what happened, but Lavender Country went to sleep again after that little blip on the radar screen. Here's what happened. Um, in, oh, 2000, no, about 2004 or five, I'm, I moved to uh, Bremerton because my husband was working in the shipyard. And uh, I hooked up with a, a, a blues player, harp blues player from South Chicago. And we embarked on a career singing old covers to old people in 
in retirement centers and rehab centers and nursing homes. And I was thrilled because I was finally far enough away from lavender country, and of course none of those people knew anything about me. Right. So I could like, hey, great, I can sing again. <laughs> Thank God. So I was doing that, and somebody put Cocksucking Tears on YouTube, and I didn't know that because I didn't know what YouTube was. And uh, a music aficionado who was interested in Americana music heard it on YouTube and said, what is this? And went to eBay and found one of my original albums from 1973 and bought it and played it and he had enough sense to realize its significance, if you want to call it that. I do. And well, <laughs> okay, you can call it that. Uh, you can call you, it thank that. Thank you. <laughs> he realized its histor historical significance, and he took it to a, a label in North Carolina, not a gay label run by two straight guys in North Carolina, who were specializing in unheard Americana. Yeah. and said, don't you want this? And uh, they grabbed it. And the first thing that I knew, anything, anything at all was moving around Lavender Country. I didn't cause it to come back. Yeah. I was doing something completely different. And uh, the first piece of news that I got was a label calling me up, offering me a record contract. <laughs> Yeah. You, That's bizarre, right? Did that smell fishy to you? <laughs> that, that, that doesn't happen. Like, nobody gets a record contract out of the blue, but I did. It's just been a rocket ship ever since. Yeah, how's it feel to be back? I have a, I have a son. Um, of course, I love my son dearly. And he said something that ca encapsulated it for me. He said you've been handed this incredible opportunity to get out a revolutionary message after spending your whole life doing that activity. Now you've been handed this golden opportunity on a silver platter. You have to take advantage of this. You, you have a revolutionary responsibility to take this as far as you can take it. Patrick, he calls me Patrick, he doesn't call me dad, he calls me Patrick. Hmm. He said, Patrick, if you don't take advantage of this opportunity, you're going to go to revolutionary hell. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, so, uh, that's a strong uh, caveat there. Yeah, yeah. but that's um, my heart, and it's where I live, and it's, it's what I'm doing. And um, the opportunities have been incredible. I mean, I've been across, across the country five or six times doing Lavender Country shows. I have a new album 50 years later. We made yeah, a new album. Yeah. Blackberry Rose. Uh, right over there. Yeah. It's great record. Uh, not one, but like 10 documentaries have been made about me. There's... Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're one of them. 
but that's absurd, right? Who gets 10 documentaries? It's ridiculous. But that's what happened. Um, the be I, I'm gonna, we should shut down and start doing a show, but the best, I have to tell you the best thing that ever happened with the Lavender Country story. I did a show in San Francisco about mm, six years ago. And after the, sh the morning after the show, I was back home and my telephone rang and this guy said, hello, my name is Robert Deckers and I was at your show last night. I said, oh, well, I ho hope you liked the show. He said, I did. I'm the director of a ballet company, post-ballet company, and I've been up all night, and I've got it all choreographed in my mind, and I want to do a Lavender Country Ballet. I <laughs> you're you're fucking crazy, man. You're going to do a ballet of radical country music uh -huh. queer country music you're gonna do you're gonna do a ballet that sounds like the right idea <laughs> i said you know you know you're out of your mind and he said well i can understand why you think so but i know what i'm doing and i need your permission to do a lavender country ballet i said well i can't i can't stop you yeah <laughs> go ahead if that's what you think you can do I like that attitude. He called me up a month, here's the kicker. He called me up a month and a half later and said, we were gonna do the ballet to the original recording, but we've changed our mind and we want you to come down and sing the ballet while the dancers are dancing. The ballet, come down and sing the ballet. <laughs> Buddy, now you have lost your mind. <laughs> I've never been to a fucking ballet in my life, and you want me to come and sing a ballet? I can't. I can't do that. That's so out of my league. It's absurd. And he said, "No, come on down. I'll t I'll show you what you need to know." And and I went down to San Francisco and rehearsed with the dancers for a week, and we put on the ballet, and then we put it on again, and then we put it on again, and then we put it on again, and We've done the ballet five times, and we might do it again this fall. Wow. Yeah. It's a, I mean, who gets a ballet made of their... Dolly Parton doesn't even have a ballet made out of her... Nope. <laughs> nope. It's just an incredible artistic experience. You dressed up as a ballerina when you were a kid, right? I did. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of a full circle situation, right? Hey, my dad said I could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want that story, check out the low-profile episode but we did a, a while on the, back. On yeah. the Lavender Country album, there's a, <clears throat> a booklet. And on the back picture page of the booklet, there's a picture of me when I'm 13 years old in a ballerina outfit. I see somebody pulling it out right oh. now. Oh, there it is. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> It's me in a ballerina outfit on Woodby Island at the 4-H camp. I had great legs. <laughs> no wonder I was f throwing bales for a living for five years before I hit the ballerina outfit. That's why I had great legs. Still got them, too, I, I see. <laughs> well, they're still attached. Yeah. 
Patrick, before um, you get to work here, <laughs> do you have anything you'd like to say about the upcoming record? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, 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 this Third is, album. This is fun, and, and, and then I'm, then I'm going to shut up. But I really wanted to tell you about this project that I'm working on. There's a guy in uh, Chicago, and his name is Andrew Saw, S-A, Andrew Saw. And Andrew does gay country. And Andrew is an impeccable artist, vocalist. And he's also young and gorgeous and studly and all that <laughs> And I've been working with Andrew for a few years, and we discovered a couple years ago that we both had a love for early female country. And one thing led to another, and now Andrew and I are in the process of making an album that is a tribute to Patsy and Loretta. Ooh. Yeah. And that's going to be that's going to be so fun. And um I get to sing you ain't woman enough to take my man. I'm really excited about that. Oh yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> um so that's a project in the works that I'm very very excited about and uh I hope I hope it comes to fruition. I'm I'm going to Chicago in 2 weeks to lay down the first six tracks. So my man. I'm on the way. Okay. Patsy and Loretta. Yeah. Sure. All right. Well. Oh, I can do Patsy. Trust me. Are you going to mm -hmm. show us today? I I might I might show you one okay. Patsy. Yeah. We'll we'll see what 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 I'm able to pull out of my butt. <laughs> 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 um, but hey, let's um, do some music. Let's do Did it. Did you get out of me what you were after? I think we're I think we're quite satisfied. Okay, yeah. cool. Let's can't wait to hear thank the Thank you all. That's That's a little lavender country rap and and now we're going to do some songs. Love you, Patrick. Thank you. I love you too. Uh I'm a real motormouth. So I do a lot of Chatty Cathy uh, during my shows. But it's more than just Chatty Cathy. It's like I'm talking to you about our history. And uh, it's important. And I was gay before Stonewall. So uh, we're going to go there and uh, tell you about that and tell you some other stuff and um, we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about the fact that I'm a screaming Marxist bitch and we're going to talk about the fact that a whole bunch of you are <laughs> also screaming Marxist bitches you can't kid me <laughs> so uh, are we ready Jacko okay so we're going to do some songs from Lavender Country, and we're also going to do a few songs from my new album, Black Fairy Rose. And uh, when you think gay, the first thing that you think about is sex, right? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I'm going to sing a song about gay sex to kick this off. Jelly, like a Nelly, all you knew. Your tickling beard has got me geared for a nice long day with you. I don't feel like no rising rooster, cause I found a new excuse for sleeping in to begin whoop de doo. Whoop de doo, whoop de doo, whoop de doo. Feel so fine when I'm hanging out with you and you and you and you. Sun is up and flinging out, denied a doubt and bringing about the light to come out singing. Whoop de doo. Come on, Jackal. Have some symbolism. You'll get it. There's milk and honey flowing when you're blowing Gabriel's horn. 
seven count eleven looks like heaven gave up score you're an angel sure enough you love her man you got the stuff to send my hip bones groaning to be born so whoop de doo whoop de doo whoop de doo oh whoop de doo morning time feels so fine when I'm hanging out with you hi grandpa sun is up and flinging out the night is out bringing about the light to come out singing whoop de doo sun is up been flinging out tonight a doubt bringing about the light to come out singing whoop de doo so whoop de doo hey now we're going to talk about sexual alienation deep subject <laughs> um When Stonewall happened, the gay men who, who came out were like under 30. Because if you were over 30, you were too far in. You had a wife, you had kids, you had a mortgage, you had things to protect. And so you couldn't come out. There are a few people over 30 who came out at that time, but most of us were under 30 which meant a few things. It meant, number one, we were young. And number two, we were stupid. <laughs> and number three, we were horny. <laughs> and there wasn't anything wrong with it, but there was something wrong. Because I was in the bathhouse for 20 years stacking up beefcake like cordwood, wondering why nobody loved me. We were men raised in 1955 American culture. We were taught to compete against one another, to play football, to kick one another, to slap one another, to guard our emotions from one another, to not reveal our vulnerability to other men, to think that intimacy was something our mothers gave us, to think that intimacy was women's work. You've heard that one before, huh? That's what we thought. Consequently, we didn't have a clue how to actually love one another. I'm going to sing a song about it, and it's a pretty song. You'll like it. Right on up into my 
my manger, but let me warn you about one small danger thing. I can't shame a stranger out of you. Ransom, creamy, smooth as you can. You're hotter than the popcorn. Dancing in the pan out to capture a chunk of rapture with someone Like an aristocrat If you let me be your trick In a box of crackers yeah. But I can't change The stranger out of you Stomping while your lips are chomping half the bit. I'll kiss you, but who's gonna miss you when you're chasing midnight through? I'd be glad to be your one-shot pleasure, even if you green at your leisure day. But I can't shake the strain. You're hot to trot for the next buckaroo Who's got the stuff to put a saddle on you And ride you higher on the files of desire Than you ever knew All our favorite fantasies have come to an end We'll be waking up tomorrow needing a friend Cause I can't shake the stranger culture, it turns out gay men aren't the only ones who have trouble figuring out the difference between hot sex and real intimacy. Um, we all have that trouble. All of us. It's an, it's, it's an infection that's infected all of us. Let me tell you what it's really about. It's about capitalism again. <laughs> okay. 
Nobody loved me because I was too small. My shoulders weren't broad enough. I wasn't handsome enough. I wasn't tall enough. I wasn't pretty enough. I was a queer. I was taught to hate myself. I was taught to think that I was ugly. Why? So Max Faxter and Estee Lauder could swoop in and sell me a bunch of goop to put on my face, and then I put it on my face, and sure enough, I was just as ugly the next morning as I was the night. So I go up back to the drugstore and buy some other goop from some other company to slap on my face to make myself beautiful but I'm still not beautiful. So back till we f***ing fall over and die. Because we're not beautiful. Well, I have a big surprise for everybody in the audience. You're all beautiful. And you were beautiful a long time before Max Factor came along. And you'll be beautiful after the factories close down. It's a capitalist plot to sell us junk, to make us feel bad about ourselves. And we all do. We all do. All of us have that feeling we're just not quite good enough. And it's a plot. F them. So uh, after I figured out that the basic problem that I was having in the bathhouse, why nobody loved me, was because I didn't love myself first. And after I figured that out, my life changed dramatically. <laughs> JB, you got to come up on the stage now. No, you got to come up on the stage now because I'm going to sing you a love song. This is my beautiful husband, Julius Broughton. He wrote the book on generosity and he wrote the book on devotion. Honest. The most generous man I ever met and certainly the most devoted. Hi, honey. <laughs> so I'm going to sing you a love song so these people can see how much I love you. The one. Have I told you lately that I love you? Let me tell you once again somehow. Have I told you lately that I love you? Well, darling, I'm telling you now. Have I told you lately when I'm dreaming that the stars are shining? I told you heart and soul just how much I need you. Well, darling, I'm telling you now. All my heart would break into if you would leave me. I'd be no good 
without you anyhow. Have I told you lately that I love you? Well, darling, I'm telling you now. Go ahead, Jack. would break in two if you would leave me I'd be no good without you anyhow have I told you lately that I love you well darling I'm telling you now have I told You're, now you're off the hook, honey. He doesn't like the limelight. I'm the ham bone, he's the backbone. Trust me. 35 years. Yes, we're going into our 35th year together this year. Yeah, thir 35 years. So a lot of the punkers who came after me said that I was punk before punk was punk. And so I t this, <laughs> I guess there's truth, right? So this song is the backbone of the political message of the Lavender Country album. And it's just as pertinent now as the day I wrote it 50 years ago. Okay, let's go. Waltzing well was soft and sweet The way he waltzed was too iffy For psychiatrists to think was fitting So they said, hey son, we think we should Make you a slug, a raw hood The state hospital's just a place to get one Now they call him a queer sickie Heard him to group therapy Lock him up at night so he don't escape And if they hear any gay talk A signal of electroshock Keeps his fantasies in fashion 
Maybe he won't get no restitution. Till we're dealing with the fact that all the metal institutions are backed by a pack of straight white honking quacks. They are backed by a pack of straight white honking quacks. John Jones and Tommy T were lovers to the nth degree. They had their thing together pretty good. But Tom was only 17 when his folks found out what was happening. Mama cried and Pa demanded blood. Then the news began to fester. John was a child molester. What jury's gonna stand for that disease? They put him in the pen. They called him Faggy Jim. How ironic that his bust was sodomy. Cause the prison guards use him to get their rocks off when they please. Let's not depend on an election to set him loose from that bomb rap with a good dose of insurrection. We can wipe that claptrap jailhouse off the map. We can wipe that claptrap jailhouse off the map. Go, Jacko! to the was kind of nuts. Dan Gone Rose sure had guts to go cruising rednecks on a sorry night. Dan Gone Rose, he never fought. Sure too bad that he forgot. Stomping queers is their God-given right. We were pissed off when they grabbed him. Pissed off when they stabbed him. Then they beat him quick with a stick and said, Behave. Then the doctors and nurses laughed and jabbed him. The mortman slapped and tapped him. Now he's dead. There ain't nothing left to say. But his ghost is crying from an angry grave. Let's not just talk about revolution. Don't avenge me pound for pound 
there's just no end to the pollution. Rise up and rip this damn system down. Cause there ain't no hope till it tumbles to the ground. Let's not just talk about revolution. Don't defend me pound for pound. There's just no end to the pollution. Rise up and rip this damn system down. Cause there ain't no hope till it tumbles to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. You know, when you're 78, that song's a little <laughs> trying. <laughs> but here's the thing. Someday, I'm going to have a coronary thrombosis singing that song. Hey. It's going to be a glorious exit, right? Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a fabulous way to get out of here, right? Yeah, so we're going to sing, yeah, we're going to sing Lavender Country for, uh, for you know who. Friends. Introduce your friends. 
drummer back there. Who's that drummer back there? Isaac. Isaac. Isaac, hit it. Go, Isaac. Go. And who we got here on this slide, Jack? Skyler. Hey, go. Hey, do it. Listen up, Bob Bushy women who like unions and a sit-down strike. Tell Estee Lauder to take a hike. Join the dykes on bikes. Roll your hog route 69 to Lavender Country. That's where pushy women want to be. That's where every Sue and Hannah Arrives at queer nirvana Cause there's lesbians under every bush and tree So y'all come out, come out My dudes to lavender country Y'all come out, make yourself to home It don't matter here Who you love or what you wear we don't care who's got what chromosome. Jack, who's that long-haired hippie there? Jack Haberger. Hey, get Jack. Go ahead. Come on, hula. Wiggle those hips. Yeah. Yeah. Listen up all pushy women who like union and a sitting down strike tell Estee Lauder to take a hike join the dykes on bikes roll your hog route 69 to lavender country that's where pushy women wanna be that's where every Sue and Hannah Arrives at queer nirvana Cause there's lesbians under every bush and tree So y'all come out, come out My dears to lavender country Y'all come out, make yourself to home It don't matter here Who you love or what you wear we don't care who's got what chromosome. One more twist, Jack. Give our way a try 
whether you tuck in or dangle when you hear that flat gate tangle you'll just spread your spangled wings and fly so you'll come out Thank you all for coming. This has been a marvelous audience. Here, here, here's the thing from the bottom of my heart. If you can't get over to an audience this friendly with a band that good, if you can't do that, then you need to sit down and shut the f up. Let's hear it again for Lavender Country. Come on. You've been listening to Low Profile with special guest Lavender Country, performed and recorded in front of an audience behind the old historic Carnegie Library in downtown Olympia on July 10th, 2022. If you'd like to follow Low Profile, go to lowprofilepodcast.com. There you can find all the previous episodes of this show. This episode was engineered by Robin Carmesino, and Schurler Sundays is a collaborative production of Low Profile and the Three Magnets Brewing Company in Olympia, Washington. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time.